Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cavell Cloud Conversations podcast. Once again, I am Finbar Begley, one of your regular hosts on this podcast and senior analyst at Cavell, covering networking and security. I'm joined today by, I guess, a new guest. He's been on one podcast, but he's uh, he's back again after a while. Um, the One of the directors of Cavell and the director of the analyst research and consulting side of the business, Matt. Why don't you introduce yourself a bit, Matt? Yeah, thanks, Fimber. I'm Matt Townend. I'm executive director of Cavell and run uh, kind of the research consulting analyst side and, and the diligence side. Um, and I guess why I'm on here, one of the reasons is I spend half my life now talking with investors and working on M&A and those sorts of um, subjects for the group um, and working with a lot of people in the industry. So, uh, yeah, that's really who I am. Yeah, and I mean, our subject for today very much, you know, we have our summer invest event coming up. So for those of you who haven't heard of it, we started it, I think, last year or the year before. And we get loads of top investors from the cloud comms, telecoms industry together in a room to talk about what's happening in the markets and all these other kind of things. But Matt, maybe you can tell us a bit more about the dates and the agenda for that. Yeah, so it's you're right to say it's the second time we've done it in person. So it's the 28th of June. It'll be in, 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 in London. Um, we did it virtually as we did most things during uh, during COVID. And it's really the opportunity to bring kind of the investors and the kind of C-level guys from the industry together and really explore the trends, you know, do some networking, look at what's really happening and where the opportunities might be um, uh, around kind of the M&A and investment um, space. So it's quite unique. It's quite a, a focused event. So um, it, but last year we had a, a really good first face-to-face -face, um, event, and I'm, I'm sure actually there were some deals done as a result of that. When I look at what's happened afterwards, but I probably couldn't claim them directly. But I certainly know some of the people who met there ultimately ended up investing. So it's it's really it's and the great thing is it's a half-day event, so it doesn't take a massive amount of time out of your diary. It starts sort of three o'clock in the afternoon. We've got a couple of hours of sessions, really interesting. I'll talk about a little bit later. And then we've got a drinks reception because it's the summer um, and, you know, it's always good to have a, a couple of hours of networking and drinking at the end of these sorts of events. So, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I think the thing is that like a lot of the events and the, the key focus that we do is on taking, you know, what is happening in the industry and sort of like crystallizing it down into this really clear agenda that's going to add a lot of weight in, in what is you know quite a short time in terms of the afternoon into an evening as well as giving space for a bit of networking so why don't we pivot towards that now and let's just talk a bit about what's happening in the industry let's kind of like prove our credentials wet people's appetites a little bit um so i mean where do we start what's what was maybe the most interesting investment trend we've seen in in clouds so far to start well, this year? I, I I, I guess the biggest interesting thing has been people worrying about valuations and mm. the investment that's coming into the industry was kind of the trend. So lots of doom and gloom about, you know, valuations of some of the public companies, etc. But what we've seen recently and very recently, actually, we saw last week announced um, Pure IP was acquired by BCM1 which really demonstrated if you've got a quality asset um, mm. uh, in the right space, there's still a lot of appetite out there. And there is a lot of interest from investors. I mean, one of the phrases that a lot of my P friends, I would say, say is, 
you know, Matt, we're looking for quality assets. We have got a lot of dry powder. <laughs> so a lot of these funds have, you know, have capital which they need to deploy. Mm. Um, but they have been cautious, I think, about some of the fundamentals. And But what I'm seeing is if you've got, you know, quality assets in the right areas, um, then, you know, there is definitely a market for it. Um, we were lucky enough to, to call Pure IP one of our customers and we did some early work with the team there on preparing for that um, that uh, investment. And, you know, it definitely is, it was a very, very interesting asset, which picked a number of a number of key um, kind of key investor uh, hotspots at the moment, you know, international Microsoft focused collaboration um, enablement focused um, and just a, 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 a very good quality asset. So I think we're seeing kind of, you know, so, uh, an interesting change where there's been a bit of doom and gloom around kind of valuations and, you know, but things are changing. I, I think there's some other big topics which we're going to talk about maybe now and we're going to have as themes at our event as well. I mean, the MSP space has been really interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the UK, look at every market, there's been the growth of, through acquisition mainly, some pretty large now um, MSPs. So, I mean, in the UK, you've got all sorts of people like Focus, Babel, there's, you know, mm -hmm. Southern Comms, there's a whole group of them who are, you know, become 100 million plus on, in a lot of cases, businesses through acquisition and are really, you know, really large businesses, sometimes bigger than the service providers that serve them. And is that um, what you expected, this large consolidation of the industry or has it surprised you? Well, it's not surprised me because it was, it, it's happened because there was a lot of value in the channel. And this is okay. one of the interesting things that we're going to talk about, you know, in terms of where margin and revenue and value is flowing, a lot of it has been focused on the channel, both here and in the US, because of the the competition and the, the, the kind of focus on growth from the service providers meant they were really putting a lot of margin down into the product margins, down into the channels to try and drive that growth. So there's been a lot of investment, interestingly, in mm. that, not always in the service provider, because actually a lot of the value flew down, flew down to the to the MSPs and I think now and also there's been this this um, uh, consolidation of voice and data and IT and all these things coming together so there's been this role for a broader based MSP emerge I think what's going to be really interesting we'll be talking about at the event is does this consolidation just keep happening I mean there's still mm -hmm. plenty of resellers out there or you know is there going to be some different dynamics so you know, there's some questions about whether the the product margins that have traditionally been supported, which has driven this channel, are going to be there in the future. Mm. And does that mean that the MSPs have to change? Does it mean they just have to get bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of, you know, just having the buying power, etc.? But do they also need to change the way they focus? Are they too focused on product and they need to get more focused on pro services and broader services in different areas? So I think that's going to be... It's kind of a really hot topic in the industry mm. and one that we've done quite a lot of diligence on MSP businesses recently. And it's um, they're a real mixed bag, actually. Um, and one, of, you know, so it's and I predict you can all our listeners can um, <laughs> see if my prediction comes right. I reckon in the next 12 to 18 months, every large 
MSP group in the UK will either come for new capital or will float. That's fair. So all of them, all of them are, I think, are now going through a change of, will go through some sort of investment phase or a change of ownership as this dynamic changes. So, and I've already heard about a few of them being getting ready for that. So, because they're all kind of, they're all kind of feeling this this sort of squeeze in a sense in terms of competition increasing, the amount of services they have to offer increasing. So, really, they're being pushed into this dynamic of new capital versus flotations and things like that by the fact that their competition with their peers is increasing, and they either need to acquire more space from those competitors, or you know, raise enough money to invest and diversify and gain you know market share would you would you say that's fair is it i mean is yeah is this change being yeah. driven by competition I, or something else i think it's been driven by a, a need for scale okay which is the competition question that you know these guys have grown but also by a question of um product margin availability as well because a lot of value has been pumped down to these guys mm -hmm. so as cloud companies in all shapes and forms not only in the comm side and the networking side that you focus on and others have been searching for growth at all costs yeah. they've been willing to pump more and more value sometimes their own value down to the msps and yeah. the channels um but as the market is pivoting in terms of now the market is valuing profitability a little bit more, that squeeze is going to come down into the, the channel as well. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, because some of the guys who are willing to give away 27 points of ongoing margin for their cloud services and pay you nine times spits are less willing to do that because their investors now are valuing um, are valuing EBIT growth you know, and profitability yeah. above revenue at all costs. So it's been really interesting in the US and in Europe, there's been a lot of investor money flying down into the that space. Um, and it'll be interesting how that changes. Yeah, it was and very gonna... much an effect of kind of the Netflix software mindset on the broader telecoms industry for a long time, where it was, if I grow the biggest company, then in 10 years' time, it doesn't matter that I'm not making a lot of money today because I'm not going to have any any competition. And that, that does work, I think, in some cases for these large consumer organizations, but that hasn't really translated to overall success in the cloud space because diversity is still appreciated among supplier, you know, supplier diversity, um, things like having competition um, in the space is still appreciated by a lot of companies who want to be able to change vendors or change providers when things go wrong. So that mass consolidation model fueled by a never-ending tap of money that doesn't care if you're making actual profit versus just growing revenue has kind of changed. And I mean, we're seeing it on the consumer side a little bit, but it's interesting to see, I guess, how those changes in the way investors think at an institutional level at the very top of the food chain, filter down to affect the bottom of the channel who are being acquired by other parts of the industry. Yeah, and, and, and as I say, there is still money, don't get me wrong, there's still money for valuable assets. The other, I guess the other big area, so that's kind of the MSP thing, and we're going to be talking about that. Um, the other kind of areas that we're particularly interested in is what the hell is going to happen to the old nets in the UK? Um, we're already seeing, you know, there's various people say there's around 150 of people who have 
but look to build um, alternative networks, so fiber, normally fiber-based. Um, and these poor people were told by their investors that the main objective is to build. So get mm-hmm. in the ground, get the fiber in the ground. And now, guess what? Their objectives are being changed slightly mm-hmm. to, you know what we'd like? We'd like some customers and revenue as well. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just... So we're starting to see rumors of consolidation, not only rumors, but, you know, consolidation happening and people uh, looking at how that's playing out. It's very reminiscent of those who are old enough and you're not quite old enough, but I certainly am old enough to remember what happened in the cable um, transition um, when, you know, NTL, TeleWest and some of the older members of the group. And it happened right across Europe and in the US where there was. This, con- you know, this massive growth in cable providers you used to get people like Cambridge Cable and all these sorts of people. And then they all came back together because um, scale was important. But so That's how I, I understood think- it. Like looking at this historically, and I'm young enough, I can say historically, um, <laughs> is Not that people built all of these networks and they wanted the money back from their investments. But people didn't really realize at the time that the telco return on investment life cycle isn't measured in one year or two years or three it's actually you have to be willing to sit there for 20 and say well we put that fiber in 20 years ago and it paid itself off 10 years ago and we've been making profit since then but the time scale and i mean do you think maybe these alt nets didn't really understand the payout well, time scale that they were going to have to operate it's... on yeah, no, I think it's sometimes it's the investors. There are some very good infrastructure investors who who have that approach. You know, mm-hmm. they talk like, I mean, I was at a conference the other day and people were talking about 50-year business cases and yeah. stuff, you know. Um, but unfortunately, there's been a lot of money that's available that's gone into this kind of alt net race. Um, and there's a lot of assets which the business cases just don't yeah. don't stack up. They're not able to get customers on board. Yeah. You know, they're not able to They So we're doing more research and looking at this space, as you know, and it's kind of interesting to look at the go to market of some of these companies. And I said there's a new focus, I think, on the investors side, less interested in how quickly can you get the fiber in the ground, more focused on kind of how you go to market. How do you drive revenue? How do you drive customer acquisition, those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting area, but um, one that's pretty. And, and the other thing we're going to talk a little bit about at the event as well. No, not a little bit, because um, we're going to be asking the whole question about what investors and the cloud comms companies, what they're thinking about the opportunities. So we're really lucky already to have um, a cup, you know, three um, really good investors um, confirmed. So we've got LDC. Um, inflection who some will know uh, LDC have invested in a number of groups like curve and Babel and those sorts of things and we've got we've got um, uh, uh, inflection who amongst other things radius DWS big investors in this space and we've actually um, uh, also got a smaller P fund who'd recently been coming into the space a company called axiom who um, bought into a Kixie. we've got those guys talking about what investors are thinking about but then we're also lucky, already confirmed that we're going to have Dan from CEO of Destiny and um, Stein, CEO of InReach, two of the big groups in the cloud space speaking. 
about what they're seeing from an investment uh, from investors. They're both PE backed companies. So we're going to have a real look at what are the opportunities around cloud comms and lots of questions like do you need to diversify? You know, what's the impact of the, the, the big question? What's the impact of Microsoft? Um, what do you um, what other services do you need to offer? You know, do you need to offer SD-WAN, your kind of area and networking, those sorts of things, as well as just being a pure player? So I think that's going to be pretty interesting because obviously one of the, a lot of the public valuations in that space were really hurt. I mean, mm. ABA, you know, all the big guys, so not, you know, Ring, every every single kind of major cloud player um, got hurt heavily on valuation. So yeah. we're going to really explore where the value sits in that market from now on. Um, and I think there's some really interesting angles that people don't often think about there. These businesses, if you look at Enreach and Destiny and Gamma is another one who, are, who I'm hoping will speak as well probably. And they have all built huge channel businesses. So mm. irrespective of the cloud product, there's a pretty big investment argument that actually what you've got is this amazing channel engine where you can put future product down um, and you're seeing that now that these companies are offering other products um, and varying their product portfolio. So, and they're very strong in the SMB, which is a channel which is often very hard to reach. So, we're going to be looking at where the value is and you know how the, how what's going on there and how those those businesses are changing. And I'm getting quite a bit of interest again actually in the UCAS investment space. So, I think people were scared because of some of the public valuations, but there's lots of people now saying. This is a pretty nice business. It's recurring, you know, especially in the SME. We've got lots of um, uh, loyal customers. We've got broad, pretty broad mm. product set that we can offer. It's also actually, one of those a, essential utilities that you can never actually yeah. switch off in a business. As long as it's valuable to provide it, it's never going anywhere, you know. Yeah. They always say that it's, it's fairly recession-proof because the last mm. thing you do is turn off your telephone number so your customers can't ring you. But, yeah, um, but, uh, yeah so I think that's going to be an interest, very interesting part of the um, session. And, and as I say, I get contacted probably, or we do as a business, probably by sort of 20-odd times a month by PE firms about looking at different aspects and wanting to talk to us and obviously the other big area is the whole microsoft and zoom and cisco enablement market mm. which we'll be touching on so you know one of the things that pure ip did very well and i think you know and there's you know other other businesses like cool tower and uh, who have built this enablement mode which really means Accepting in the medium and large enterprise, you're going to have Microsoft and Cisco and Zoom. So you might as well work with them and enable them. So yeah. there's some really interesting investment opportunities around that space, um, which are emerging. And we're working with a number of players in that area. So uh, we should be talking about that topic as well. Anyway, we don't want to give away all of the uh, oh, tidbits no. of wisdom. Um, so if you've liked the initial taste of what we're saying and you'd like to come along to the invest event or you have any other questions about what's happening in the market um the is the event open to everyone matt or do you have to be a specific yeah. type of company to come no i mean in theory open to everyone but if you're going to get value you're probably going to be an investor mm. um or you're probably going to be kind of a c-level um person from a company that's looking for investment or has got investment and wants mm. to kind of understand how things are going. So you might be a startup looking for investors or you might be a kind of, you know, at that next stage. And um, so 
the, yeah, they would be the people who I would suggest, um, you know, will be coming along. Um, so, you know, uh, that they're the people who we're aiming the event yeah. at. So, uh, uh, you know, that's the, the, the type of audience. And you can find everything you need to know about it on our website, as usual. It, it's called Cavell Invest Event. And if you go to cavellgroup.com and under invest, under events, you'll find the Cavell Invest Summit. And as I say, um, it was exceptional last um, last year, and I'm really excited about this year again. So yeah, I, I think see a lot of people. It's going to be fantastic. You can probably find a link to the website wherever you found this podcast. So if you found the podcast, you can definitely find our website too. And of course, if you're interested, do just come and get some more information and potentially consider attending the event. Uh, that's it from all of us at the Cloud sorry the cavell cloud conversations podcast uh once again for bob egley senior analyst at cavell uh joined by matt townend our director thank you everyone for listening and we'll talk to you all soon great thanks Simba. <laughs>